Warning, this show may contain spoilers, adult content, and adult language, so viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to JoJo and the OP. I'm Thomas. And I'm Tokyo Joe. And we're back with another episode, and this time it's some One Piece, and we watched, what, 22, 23, and 24? That's correct. And, uh, man, let me tell you, these were, uh, these were some interesting episodes, so. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on, a little bit of backstory on some things. Definitely some, secrets. a little bit of info dumping going on, and, uh. Some interesting characters, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so these episodes were titled uh, 22, The Strongest Pirate Fleet Commander, or, uh, uh, sorry, The Strongest Pirate Fleet, Commodore Don Krieg, uh, pr- Protect Baratier, The Great Pirate, Redfoot Zeph, and the final one, which, my God, was it a spoiler, Hawkeye Mihawk, The Great Swordsman Zoro Falls on the Sea. Yeah, yeah. You know, animes do have them spoiler titles, you know? Yep. JoJo had a couple as well. Yeah, One Piece has tons of them. <laughs> and it, they, they ruin really big plot moments as well. Yeah, I try not to pay attention to them. Yeah, yeah, it, it's probably better not to. But, yeah, let's go in, because there's, there's some stuff to talk about for sure. Uh, so let's jump in. Let me get this uh, description done. All right. Our journey continues as Don Krieg... The strongest pirate of the East Blue arrives at the Baratier, begging for food and barely alive. Against the other cook's and guest's wishes, Sanji brings him food, only to be taken out by a revitalized Don Krieg. Krieg's now ordering the cooks to prepare a hundred meals and surrender their ship. Out of nowhere, Zeph brings the food and prepares the cooks for a fight. We learn not only was Zeph a well-known pirate, but that the mighty Don Krieg, with 50 ships and 5,000 men, has been whittled down to one barely standing ship and maybe 100 men, all taken out by one single person. That single person, Hawkeye Mihawk, returns to finish off the job. Until, that is, he meets someone worth his time. Zoro's goal has been reestablished with a horrid defeat. Oh, and uh, Nami ran off with the Mary. Yeah, yep. So many things going on here. Yeah, so, yeah, at first, though, the first thing we get is Zeph just basically yelling at Sanji, like, hey, get out of here, go with those guys, bounce. No one wants you here. You suck as a cook, everyone hates you, just go. Yeah. It's like, man, you're being harsh, bro. Yeah, it's it's almost like one of those... uh. One of those scenes, you know, where, like, guy has a puppy, puppy follows him, but the guy knows that he can't take the puppy, so he's extra <laughs> mean to it. Like, go on, get it. Yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, but Zeph just kicks him across the kitchen? Or, well, oh, the, yeah. the restaurant? Yeah. And I, I love how, when he does this, he crashes into the, the Straw Hats table, and they all just 
had already had their food picked up like they just expected this. Yeah, that was a hilarious scene. They're just holding their food. It's almost as if Zeph meant to kick them towards the straw hats. Mm. Right. <laughs> but yeah, we find out it had been four days since uh, Gin left. Uh, right. Luffy's been working. The others have just been sitting around. But I then, how many dishes got broke? <laughs> probably way too much. But then, uh, yeah, Don Krieg arrives. And yeah. what an entrance he had. Dude, yeah, everybody was freaking out. Like, okay, one thing I noticed, <laughs> they did the staring again. Yep. Because yep. Luffy's, like, taking out the trash, and then he just stops and, like, looks off into the distance, and he's just staring, and they just focus on his eyeballs. And I'm like, man, they love to do that a lot in this show. Yeah, it, it, it's a, you know, a tense buildup or something. Right. But, and he had, like, his silhouette just sort of walking through the window. The chains just sort of ka-ching, ka-ching, sounding like some epic dude's about to come in. And then here he is being dragged by Gin, essentially. Yeah, he's just kind of, you know, barely standing. And then he comes in and he's like, oh, you know, like, please, can we have some food? Like, I've got money. And old Popeye motherfucker, he's all like, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we ain't serving you. And... Then he starts begging, you know, like, oh, yeah, please, you know, just give me some scraps, whatever. Like, I'll take anything. Right, yeah. Everyone's just like, man, just call the Marines. We'll let him die, blah, blah, blah. Sanji's like, nah, I got this. And there's that scene where, like, uh, Patty tries to stop him, and Sanji just kicks him into the wall. Yeah. It's like, ow. Ooh. But yeah, he, he ends up bringing Don Creek some food, and then Don Creek eats, and then, bam, he's instantly revived. He's back at full force <laughs> and just clothesline Sanji to the ground. Right. And I don't know if it's the particular episode that I was watching, but for some reason they did it twice. Like, uh, it shows Sanji kind of, huh? And then Don Creek clotheslines him, and then it kind of, like, goes right back to the beginning where Sanji's like, huh? And then he clotheslines him again, and I'm just like, what? Was that a commercial break or something? It most likely was. That's sort of, yeah, that's the anime thing where they just, like, repeat, like, the last, like, five seconds before the commercial. So annoying right. when you're binge-watching. <laughs> right. And I, I thought they used to have, a uh, they had the little cutouts where, uh, it would yeah. show, like, the ship in the background, and they'd all be standing around it smiling, and... It may be, like, a weird cut. Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, and then... Don Krieg's just like, all right, dude, y'all make me 100 meals for my crew and uh, give me the ship because I want it. Yeah. And, oh, dude, he was he was pissing me off. Like, I, I kind of started feeling sympathy for him when he first came in, you know, because he had ob obviously got his ass beat. Instead of trying to steal food or demand it, he was like, I've got money, I'll pay. And, you know, he even got down on his hands and knees and begged for this food and i'm like huh maybe yeah. he's not as bad as i thought he was you know maybe gin did a good job you know leading him here he was just trying to help him but no nope. gin's all like man this wasn't we talked about we, we we didn't this wasn't supposed to happen then he just grabs gin and like breaks his shoulder and just throws him i know i was like, like damn dude now you start feel bad for gin like he, he was like poor dude poor yeah, dude he, he was just trying to help out. He's like, dude, this Sanji dude helped out. He gave me food when nobody else would. You really need food. Maybe he'll help you too. And yeah, 
Now he comes out like a complete ass, dude. But then uh, Patty finally comes out of the wall, and he goes and gets his uh, his nice little weapon. What do you think about that? Dude, I was like, what the fuck? Did he whip out a lobster gun? <laughs> it pretty much was, dude. It, uh, meatball of doom, and this launches huge explosion, dude. But then when the smoke clears, my God. Right? You, you know why they're scared of that guy. He had guns coming out of everywhere. I'm surprised he didn't have, like, a cod piece that had a little flip-out gun for his crotch, you know? Like, goddamn. Dude, guns coming out of everywhere. Nothing's hurt. Then he rips his gloves off to have, like, diamond. Like, yeah, I smack motherfuckers with this. Like, Yeah, it was overkill. Dude's just plated in armor, diamond fist. Guns coming out of, like, every friggin' nook and cranny. Not a scratch on him, taking a freaking blow from a, a cannonball, essentially. Right. And then Zeph shows up, and he's like, oh, Zeph. Yeah. Just like, hey, here's your food, feed your dudes, get the hell out of here. Yeah. And I, I was just like, man, you know, for as big as this world has supposedly supposed to be... Everybody sure seems to know everybody, regardless of where they go. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, we got the bounty posters. Maybe it's just sort of a oh, he has got a pretty he had a pretty good bounty on him. Who knows? But yeah, I like that that's... line he says, like in the first uh, of the second episode, where he's like, "Ah, you defeated warrior of the Grand Line." Like he just knew. Right. He was just like, "You, you, you went there. You, you screwed up. You lost. I can see it. Get your food. Feed your people. Get out of here." Right. Oh. And I, I, I had to write down, I was like, man, how badass is this grand line if, right. like, this is supposedly ruler of the East Blue got his ass handed to him? Yeah, even Zeph, like, you know, Zeph completed it. He had a logbook, which which uh, Zeph, or Krieg wants. He's like, oh, you, you, you traveled the red line. You have a logbook. I want that. It's like, we were out there. We lost 5,000 men. 50 ships, and I learned nothing. Right. There's even a spot later on where, like, he was asking Gin, and Gin's like, look, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know anything. I was there, and I know nothing. This makes the Grand Line even more just like, what is this place? But yeah, so Don Creek ends up taking that food and leaving. He's like, yeah, whatever, I'm gonna go feed my people, I'll be back. Right. And Luffy straight up, like, challenged him. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna fight you. He's like, get out of here, chore boy. He's like, no, I'm your opponent. Let's do this. He's like, ah, I'm going to go feed my guys, and then I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. And I like how Luffy was standing there, like, you know, flashing a V sign, and he just kept doing it the entire time. And I was just like, wow, you're kind of kind of an airhead, aren't you? That was a great point, because he was like, yeah, blah, blah, I'm going to do this. And Luffy's like, uh, yeah, no, dude, I'm going to be the king of the pirates. Like, what, what you talking about, bro? <laughs> and I love, like, Zeph was just, like, looking at him like, I like this kid. Yeah. Like, you can see, like, just seeing him, Zeph's like, that's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy right there. So, I liked a little bit of the uh, backstory that they gave on Zeph, you know? He seemed to be some badass martial artist who... Killed people with his feet. Yeah, so his, like, fighting technique, is how they explained it, was, like, he only used his feet. He never used his hands because he wanted to keep his hands for cooking. Right, and, and his feet, he was called Redfoot Zeph because he always had blood on his feet. Yep, yeah, but he's now just a one-legged pirate. His red foot's gone. 
Oh, he can still kick. Oh, yeah, that peg leg takes a hit, but I imagine his real foot was a lot harder. Right. I'm just wondering, because uh, we all know that Sanji only uses kicks, and I'm just like, hmm. So, yeah, there's like got to be some history with these two, and we got to know what it is. And one thing they kept bringing up on that second episode was that like both Zeph and Sanji know what it means to starve. Yep. They put a lot of... Uh, preference in that so it's like oh hey are we gonna get like some crazy backstory of these two uh we'll have to see but yeah dude luffy's all excited because like oh the grand line sounds fun right i love that scene because like zoro and uh, usap sort of come to back him up and then like you see luffy just like shaking 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 like and they're like dude dude are you okay he's like i'm so excited (laughs) yeah like a little kid (laughs) yep and then they they cut to uh the two brothers, uh, Yasak and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Yasak and Johnny. Yasak and Johnny, yeah. Yeah. And they, they kiss? Yeah, like Naruto <laughs> Sasuke style, just, mwah! Yep. And then you see Nami, and she's just kind of spacing out with a wanted poster. Mm-hmm, uh, they're like, whoa, what are you doing? The next thing you know, we see them sort of floating over to the sh- the, the, sh- the boat. They're like, ah, she's gone! Right. But, dude, how did you feel, though? Because we see, like, this mysterious dude arrive on a boat, a little tiny coffin with that yeah. giant cross, and next thing you know, freaking that giant-ass ship that Creed came in just destroyed with, like, a snap of the fingers. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on, because I, I noticed that the view kind of went out to sea, and all you could see was, like, a green candle burning. Yeah. And nothing else, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, they're really trying to hold him off for a little bit, but yeah, and then and then yeah, he just kind of rolls in and places the ship up, and I'm like, oh shit, dude, it's the fucking Hawkeye man. Yeah, who they have said is essentially the greatest swordsman in the world, and he was fucking with the Don Creek pirates because he was bored, and they just happened to be near him. Right, and dude, before they even revealed that. You know, that was the purpose, was that he was bored. I was sitting here like, damn, he really came all the way from the Grand Line in a fucking coffin just to finish them off. Like, what the fuck? But they're really emphasizing with him, like this one dude, they're saying like the Grand Line is full of just craziness, but here he is by himself in a little tiny ass raft where like the Don Creek Pirates, 50 ships, 5,000 men. One dude. Just cut them all up. It's like, what type of monsters live in the Grand Line? Right? I mean, like, you wouldn't think that being in a coffin raft boat thing, like, as small as it is, that he could survive one of those Sea Kings that should it decide to attack? Right? It's I, I can't wait to sort of experience more of, like, the, the people that are out there. Because <laughs> there's a lot of crazy stuff. But yeah, so... Well, Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, so far, it just seems like everybody that they've run into have just been bad Marines who lack ability in doing anything, or, you know, a couple of goofy pirates, you know, but not anything scary like that dude is. Yeah, yeah. Like, he is a a monster, <laughs> essentially. And then, uh, yeah, so we have, like, Nami leave, she's going after Arlong, and Luffy's like, let's go, go get her, like, She's our friend. Yeah. She's going to be my navigator. Go get her. She's telling, like, I won't accept anyone else. <laughs> so she, he's sending them all out there, but then Zoro's just like, wait, 
that's the man I've been looking for. Uh, and then Zoro runs up to go fight freaking Mihawk. That which, dude... <laughs> I mean, okay, most people who are in martial arts or stuff like that, they learn to, like, study their opponent and kind of recognize their ability, you know? Mm-hmm. And you would have thought that Zoro would have took one look at this guy and been like, well, he just fucking wiped out a whole goddamn fleet by himself, and I just witnessed him cut the biggest fucking ship since the Titanic into mm-hmm. shreds, you know? Like, not same level. Yeah. Honestly, though, I feel like a part of him was challenging him just so he knew. Like, he can tell. Like, I, I have no doubt in my mind he knew he was going to get his ass kicked. But I think he wanted to actually experience to know, like, how far he really is. You know? Yeah. And so he takes dude on in a fight, and dude whips out the tiniest little dagger out of, like, a crucifix. And he's like, I wish I had something smaller, but this is the smallest blade I have. Sorry. And he just point out, like, yeah, the East Blue, this is the weakest sea out there. Yeah, I, 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 re- I remember he said that, and I was just like... Because I don't know Damn. if it's been explained, but there is the north, the east, the south, and the west blues. And those are like the four main sort of parts of the world. But then there's like the grand line that separate the grand and the red line that separate them all. So they don't really get to interact with each other. You have to like go through all these. They'll explain it later on. But yeah, so essentially where we start off in the east blue, it is the weakest part of the world, essentially. Huh. So that even makes you think like what other monsters are out there in the other seas. Right. If... You know, we're experiencing stuff like this, like Don Creek and some of the new pe- other people are going to come into the picture here soon. But yeah, man, dude, there was a Zoro just going all out. And yeah. Just, Mihawk just like, man, eh, this is nothing. I, I, I kind of liked um, how they uh, at the one point in the fight made everything like black and white and stuff. Mm hmm. Oh, dude, it made it so much more epic. And then Zoro does like this crazy pose where he has his two swords like that, and I I think it makes a kanji um, symbol. Yeah, with his with his swords, but um, yeah, he unleashes his ultimate technique and uh, essentially fails. Yeah, but then like the, there's that one point where like Johnny and Yasaka were going to go try to save him. Luffy's like, no, dude, fuck off. This is his fight. Don't you right. dare interfere with this. And but then, like, dude, yeah, Zoro just got... And, like, you can see, like, Mihawk just sort of, like, sensing him out and, like, starting to respect him. Yeah. Especially when he was like, like, dude, you, you know you're weaker than me. Like, obviously, he's like, I need to know. Like, I, I'm going to be the greatest. And then, like, right. he goes to attack him, and he's like, nope. Like, what? He's like, oh, no, dude. Scar's in the back, so sword's been shamed. Right. So he's like, Took all right. To the front. So he's like, all right, dude. I'm going to do you the honor and takes out his big sword. One of the, he called it a black blade. Yep. The like, one he is, used to cut the ship. And this is like one of the best swords out there, supposedly. He's like, all right, dude, I respect you. I'm going to do this and just wrecks him. Yeah. And then Luffy flies over there and Mihawk's like, I like that guy. He's alive. When, uh, when he gets better and stronger, come find me. Right. Typical anime there, you know, oh, I'm going to. Beat you within an inch of your life, and uh, when you wake up, uh, train up, get stronger, come find me. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, Zoro had his goal reestablished, though. He's like, all right, dude. Right. And I also noticed that um, Sanji, for the first time, found out that Luffy is a rubber man. Yeah, yep, yep, he saw that. uh, I also wondered, uh, 
What's going to happen now, because uh, both of Zoro's blades got broken. The only one that didn't was, uh, what's her names? Uh, Kai, not Kaya, um, Kina's. Kuina's. Yeah, Kuina. Yeah. Yeah, so now he's got to find some more blades. But I like yeah. how through, like, this whole part with, like, Zoro just getting destroyed and, like, knowing it, Sanji's sitting there like, this is his goal? Like, his ambition? Like, what's, what is going on? This dude's out here, like, dying for a goal. He's, like, questioning the ambitions and, like, what's going on here? Like, you can see, like, internally he's sort of struggling. Yeah. And you're like, well, why? Why is he struggling? What, what's, what's his ambition? He just wants to be on this ship or what? Kind of kind of makes them think, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that was the general gist of what we watched. It opened up a lot of things. Oh, yeah. A lot. Like, yeah, now we have Zoro pretty much dead. Him and the bros and Usopp are headed off to find Nami. Right. Uh, we introduced to Mihawk, this crazy beast of a swordsman. Don Krieg, who seems pretty much invincible, is going to come attack the Baratier. <laughs> like, Actually, didn't he uh, show up at the end of that episode and try to try to fucking shoot up um, um, Mihawk? I think he's, yeah, he was getting ready to, yeah. Yeah. So, but then he was like, yeah, no, I'm bored here, I'm leaving, I'm done. <laughs> you guys aren't worth my time, I'm out of here. Yeah, so, man, pretty solid, pretty solid. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff we were introduced to, like I said, a lot of things were introduced. We now have, like, this idea that the Grand Lines is, like, a hellscape of unknown monstrosities like Mihawk. <laughs> right, uh, I like how they're just like, what did you do to deserve this? And we're like, we didn't do shit, we were just sailing. Like, no, are you sure you didn't disturb his nap or something? Like, <laughs> Right, yeah. He was just bored. You're in my way. Right. But yeah, no. And then, yeah, the the whole East Blue being the weakest. It's like, where is this guy from? Right. Where is Mihawk from? Good question. I'm excited to get like a little more idea of the world. Because like, right now, we know the East Blue and the Grand Line. They haven't really introduced anything else. But I think soon some more stuff will be dropped about it all. Not 100% remembering. Okay. But yeah. All right. And so? ready to jump into quotes? Yeah. I want to do quotes first, because I, I have a couple good ones. <laughs> There's some good ones. All right. You want to go ahead? Yeah, so uh, the first episode, uh, it's Don Creek. He's like, refuse. <laughs> Don't get the wrong idea. I'm not placing an order. I'm giving you an order. <laughs> and he was like, first, just like, getting like, hey, I, I need that food, and I want this ship. There's like, no, we refuse. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> It just shows right. his cockiness, even after being destroyed in the Grand Line. Yeah, the fact that he still has the balls to act like he's number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only one from the first episode, I, I kind of laughed at it, where uh, it was uh, at the beginning where um, Nami's sitting here sweet-talking Sanji, and, and he's like, oh yeah, of course, your food's free. And he's like, <laughs> yours is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can tell he's a He's a sucker for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other one for uh, the first episode, uh, it's Sanji's like, what happens after we feed them? It's, it's too much of a bother to think about. I'm a cook. No more, no less. If there's someone who's hungry, I'll feed them. And right. that's, that's the dude. He's, he's a cook. Someone's hungry, he's going to feed them. That's all I got for episode one. Uh, episode two, what you got for that? Man, I got two long ones and, like, one short one. All right. Okay, so... Uh... The one was uh, Sanji was talking to Gein, I think, and he says, 
Feeding someone who is hungry is my morality, but those we'll be dealing with are plunderers with full bellies. I won't let you complain, even when I beat up your fellow pirates. If someone's going to take over this restaurant, even if it's you, I'll kill them without hesitation. <laughs> and then Patty right after is just like, well, you're going to feed him, then you're going to kill him? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to save his life, then you're going to kill him next day? Uh, that, that was so, a good one. So that was confusing. a good one. Yeah. Uh, the first one I have for episode two, it is essentially Luffy just, hold on a second, I'm the one who's going to be king of the pirates. I just love that you got Don Creek just took a freaking cannon to the body and just started like, what up, bro? And Luffy's like, whoa, 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 hold up. That's my job. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then um, I liked um, oh, the part where uh, Luffy is like, oh, yeah, no, I've got two new uh, crewmates. And he's like, <laughs> you counted me, didn't you? <laughs> yep. That was funny. He's talking to Sancho. He's like, what? And then um, it was uh, Zoro. And it was when uh, Sanji called him stupid. Yeah, I had that one too. Yeah. He goes, when I decided to become the strongest swordsman, I decided to devote my life to it. Since it was my decision, the only one who can call me stupid is me. (laughs) Yep. That that was so dope. (laughs) Yep. Uh, All right. Uh, The third episode, the first one I have, it's when uh, Zoro and Mihawk are fighting. They're like the reign of pirates. We're just like, He's taking Zoro's three sword style, attacking with such a small knife. He's a monster. Even beyond the monster is Zoro. Mm-hmm. It's like they're like they they all see Zoro as just like a beast, but then there's Mihawk, and Mihawk just makes him look like nothing. Right. Um. For me, it was also during the Zoro Mihawk fight, and um, basically Mihawk was talking to Zoro, and he says, "Frog in the well." know how big the world is yeah that's a dope hidden message in there i was like damn because i think that's like a very important uh story in like japanese culture like it's it's a known story in japanese culture or saying or something uh right like the frog only knows the world inside the well but there's so much more on the outside that he doesn't know about yeah yeah Uh, i'm gonna steal this one because i want to say it (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> it's the very last bit. At the end, Zoro's leaving, he's on the ship, and he sticks up his hand, his sword, and he's like, Luffy, can you hear me? Did I worry you? You need no less than the world's greatest swordman, right? I I will not be defeated ever again until the day I defeat him and become a master swordsman. I'll never be defeated. Got any problems with that, King of the Pirates? Yeah. I'm like, that just... Even that, just saying it is like could chills down. Like that was he's just I like, like right, how dude. he called him king of the pirates. Like I already acknowledge this. I respect your goal. Respect mine. We're in it now. This is I'm your number two. Essentially, like it was that was just like that. Mm, beautiful. Right. Um, my only other quote from the uh, third episode was uh, right after um, Mihawk was getting ready to take off, and Creek pops up, and uh, he's basically whipping out all his cannons and stuff like that. Uh, I liked, he's just like, die before you leave! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one I have, uh, we already said it, but essentially Zoro's like, yeah, Scar's on the back is a swordsman's shame. Yep. So it just shows how, like, just, uh, how prideful he is of what he does. At first I was sitting here and I was like, how is that a swordsman's shame? And I had to think about, think about, think Oh, 
Because if you're not a good swordsman, you're going to get cut in the back. Okay, gotcha. Or like you running away, like you're turning to run from your opponent. Or something in that sort of general area, yeah. But that's quotes. All right. Uh, Dang. Least favorite scene? Least favorite. You know, I honestly don't think I had one. This was, they were all pretty solid. Um, Maybe maybe that uh, repeat where Sanji got hit twice. Yeah. Just because. It confused the shit out of me. Yeah. Uh, trying to think. I guess there's like that spot. No, I mean, yes, that was sort of... Yeah, I, I really don't have anything. I'm trying to think yeah. of something, and there's nothing that really stuck out as like horror, like bad. Everything was just like at least o- okay enough. Like, yeah. there was nothing that seemed really off or unnecessary for me on these ones. Yeah. All right. Best scenes? Oh, man. There's, there's... Too many. Too many. <laughs> Uh, the one that really sticks out the most to me was uh, when Sanji was sitting there talking right after Krieg left or whatever, and he does this fucking table kick where he, like, hits the oh, leg of it yeah. and then, like, slams his foot down on the top of it as it's coming down, and I was like, damn, that's smooth. That was great. I that liked was smooth. I liked uh, when, like, Zeph's just like, all right, you guys, you know... You can leave, and all the all the cooks are like, ah, "How do you think this is? We're not leaving here." Yeah. And they all get like riled up, ready to fight. Like, yeah, those are some good cooks right there. Uh, of course, the ending of episode three, Zoro, and then the whole Mihawk stuff—that's all great. Oh yeah. Uh, as much as I hate Krieg, uh, the whole like the cannon taking him, and then he just sort of like just popping out and just like didn't touch me. It's yeah. Pretty dope. And like I said, that uh, black and white fight scene with Zoro and Mihawk where he does his ultimate technique and he does that pose, that was tight as shit, too, so. hmm Yeah. The ship just getting blown up by one strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good good scenes in these episodes. It's really good good stuff. Uh, All right, so best and worst characters. Uh, well, start with the worst character. Um, I honestly am going to go with Nami. Yeah, she stole the ship. She just bounced. She just bounced, and, like, she threw the guys in, like, man, what What if that had been Luffy? He can't swim. Yeah. But, I mean, she was like, hey, tell them, you know, like, it was short, but I enjoyed my time there with you guys. Well, I, I hated the deceit, you know? She was like, yeah, I said I'd come along, but I never said I'd join. And I'm like... Yeah. Fucking semantics. Goddamn <laughs> women with their semantics. Yeah. Nami... Nami but, pulled some crap. But also at the same time, fucking Krieg, man. Like, like, he had me sympathizing with him. You know, I was like, damn, dude. Like, he got his ass handed to him. But they even explain, like, that's just how he is. He started out as a Marine and then just, like, then he started to just, like, screw it. I'm going to be a pirate. Starts using yeah. Marine ships as decoys and, like, to come in and doing that. He's a deceitful, like, he earned his name for a reason. Like, he deceived and he got his way. He was being sort of a pirate, essentially. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. Like, Krieg sucks, and you do start feeling like he tricks you. He's like that claw door shit. Right. Makes you feel a little bad, but then, nope. But and I don't think I, he's I, worthy of worst character. I I also kind of wondered, you know, like, when he was trying to demand the, the 100 meals of food and whatnot, he could have fought right then and there, but he was just like... No, I'm going to take my food and revive my guys. Then I'm coming back and kicking your ass. Yeah. 
oh, we totally missed that spot where he fed him. And the one there, he's like, all right, cool, feed up. We're going to take this ship and then go back out. And they're like, what? And then he shoots the one guy. And oh, yeah. Complaints? I... No. <laughs> yeah, no. I wrote down. I was like, damn, he just murked the dude. Another guy, like, just treating his crew like nothing. All right. But, no, I, I mean, I could, I could go with the Nami. I think she was probably the worst character here. She just bounced, took the ship and left. The ship that they just earned. Right. And, like, here's the thing. The ship was given to Luffy and Usopp and them, not her. You know, yeah. And, like, maybe I wouldn't have been so pissed off if she had taken, like, the brother's ship, Johnny and, yeah. you know, took their ship, maybe half the treasure, something. Leave them with their ship and something. But no, nope. no. She takes their ship and the treasure. Yeah. And just bounces. And, like, uh... okay. I'm assuming that this has something to do with the wanted poster, and, you know, she's really got this goal that she's crazy about, but, like, fuck you still. I think you'll eventually all the pieces will come together. Like, at this point in time, yeah, it's like, yeah, screw you, but once everything comes together, it's gonna be like, okay, dang it. Kind of like how I'm feeling with Gein. Yeah. I was yelling at him last time, like, ah, oh, this fucking asshole, he turned him into Kree, what the shit? And now he's and just like, turned... I'm sorry, it wasn't supposed to be like this. <laughs> I was just trying to get some food for my captain. Yeah, freaking Gan. I, uh, man, best character. Honestly, man. it's like Zoro or Mihawk. I was gonna go Mihawk, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, so badass, like, yep. goddamn. Fucking swordsman Count Dracula. Right? He, he almost kind of reminded me of the Spaniard from Highlander, the one that Sean Connery played. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how could it not be Mihawk, though? I mean, he's just a beast. Dude, just taking I mean, on like, Zoro with a freaking knife. Right? And he wasn't even attacking with the knife. He was just parrying all yeah. three swords at the same time, just like, tink, 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 tink. Yeah. Just, it was outrageous. No, I mean, yes, props to Zoro. I mean, he really stuck in there, and he really poured out, you know, his heart and soul into this fight. But at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, but you disobeyed a direct order from your captain. Yeah. But sort of, when Luffy's like, okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> once he realized, once Luffy realized what it was, he was like, okay. Yeah. No, I, I still... Because, like, there was no malice in Mihawk. He's not a bad guy, per se. He was just bored, and then now he found something fun. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And he recognized Zoro's ambition, and he's just like, hey, what better guy to fucking have try to take the mantle from me? Do you think we're going to see Mihawk again? Oh, yeah. Do you think it's going to be, like, a very at-the-end thing, or are we going to see him, like, throughout the series? That's tough to say, because, like, it's almost one of those situations where he kind of has to die, because, you know, Zoro's got to get the mantle of number one swordsman, and the only way for that to happen is to beat the number one swordsman, which usually ends in death. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he could pop in here and there. What if I told Until you? Then, what if I told you there's an arc where Zoro and his girlfriend live with Mihawk? No. Hmm, Zoro gets a girlfriend and they go live with Mihawk for a little bit. 
No, because this is a pirate show. They're on the ocean. That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> what if, though? That would be such a hilarious thing to have. Uh, yeah, you know, he beats Mihawk, and Mihawk decides to settle down in the mountains and become a sensei, teaching, yeah. you know, sword skills to select few people that, you know, can pass his training. And then, uh, you know, Zoro runs into some trouble, and him and Nami. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, do you think either Zeph or Mihawk know Shanks? I believe Zeph does. Okay. Mihawk, I'm not sure about. I'm not. I'm not saying that he doesn't know Shanks, but I don't think he was like part of Shanks's crew or a friend and or acquaintance. I think it's one of those they've run into each other at the Grand Line somewhere and. Hmm. Okay. Something like that. But I'm I'm one hundred percent certain Zeph knows Shane. Okay. Um and I know we sort of brought touched up a little bit. What do you think is the sort of connection with Zeph and Sanji? That's a tough one. Um if I had to take a guess, it's probably the stereotypical anime thing where Zeph was a badass pirate or whatever killer dude. He does a job or burns a ship down and there just happens to be a family on that ship who had a boy and uh, he couldn't kill the boy so he ended up taking the boy under his wing and training him in everything that he knows Interesting. or he found Sanji afloat at sea okay which is which would explain why Sanji knows what starving is like cuz yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Those are my guesses. I think it's coming up pretty soon. Can't remember when, but we do get a really good backstory. Uh, so I'm excited for you to see that and to hear your uh, thoughts and to tell you what the manga or what the anime didn't take from the manga from the backstory. Oh. Because there is a scene or there's something that happened that the manga had, but the anime did not take. Hmm. Which is there's a few things like that throughout the show it, there's nothing like really big or important for the story blah 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 but they do take a few things that are just like yeah we're not going to use that for whatever reason huh. so yep all right i guess that's it for this latest anime or one piece conversation uh next up next week we have the last two episodes of season or part two of jojo's yep uh the final conclusion There's between JoJo and Cars. So much that I need answered in those two episodes. <laughs> right? I'm just like, okay, so now he's become the ultimate being thanks to the Redstone of Asia. And we have math. two episodes. Right. Like, okay, JoJo's gonna whip something out of his ass that's ridiculous. This is, yeah. This is, it's it's insane. It's It's bothering me, but yeah... <laughs> We're going to watch those last two and then just sort of talk about our thoughts on JoJo's and the music, the uh, you know different uh, music references they brought up. So yep. it's going to be interesting. <clears throat> and then after that, it'll be One Piece and then our first episode of Dead Man Wonderland with uh, our special guest. Yay! And then, uh, yeah, so that's exciting. Some cool stuff happening. Um, as always, make sure to jump on our Discord. we got a lot of cool stuff going on. Movie nights. Uh, if you're listening to this Friday when this drops, we will be watching Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the prequel to the anime series. It's actually like 
the manga started with this movie. What 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 is the movie? Um, but they mm-hmm. decided to do uh, the anime. Decided to do do it differently. But okay. So yeah, this is the prequel. So I won't be spoiling anything on the anime series. It is technically the prequel. Well, that's okay. I mean, I, I I'm not caught up on Jujutsu Kaisen, but I've at least seen the entire first season. Yeah, they so. just they're just dropping the second season now, and I'm behind and I'm mad because <laughs> I heard like every episode is just perfect. I I kind of got a little irritated near the end of the first season because they kind of just had some filler shit with the whole uh, was it a uh, field day or gymnastic whatever oh where they yeah. had the schools come together and compete and i'm just like <laughs> didn't they yeah. do this in my hero academia <laughs> yeah it happens it happens but yeah join our discord links below we have movie nights and uh this and that we're gonna eventually start up game nights other things and aren't you uh aren't you doing a giveaway for this movie night Yes, yes. So Friday, if you happen to jump in there before the movie starts, I'm cutting off the uh, election type stuff when the movie starts, which is probably going to be around 7 p.m. Central Standard. Uh, There's a comment in that uh, Discord page saying like, hey, you know, I'm giving away a game. Uh, It's Temtem. It's like a Pokemon clone on Steam. Uh, You don't have to watch the movie with us. It'd be great if you did, though. But I will be giving that away at the end of the the stream, so everyone who likes that uh, or emojis that uh, comment will be entered in as long as it's before the movie starts. Yeah, so you don't have to watch the movie, but we would love to have you. Yep. And, you know, the more people that jump in to our Discord, the more likely stuff like this will happen. So jump on in. And uh, all of our other links (laughs) are down below, our YouTube, Joe's Twitch, our Twitch, this and that. A lot of stuff going on, so... Go ahead and check all that out. All right. Uh, all right. But yeah, I guess that's it. So uh, if you're not a weeb. Why are you here? <laughs>